Hello everybody and welcome back to I can't remember my name. What is it? Somehow I father. I wouldn't know if it was the other one or this one, but it has been so long and um yes, I'm back from a three week break. I'll tell you all about it. Um if this is your first time listening to this podcast, hi my name is Gabriel Perez. I am a father, a husband, um Let's see, I father three kids, um, eight-year-old, a five-year-old, a 14-month-old, and uh, my wife and I partnered together in homeschooling our kids, and yeah, I think that's it. Man, I am rusty, and I and I did think about stopping this and going back, re-recording, but I was like, no, nah, I'm rusty. I'm going to be rusty on the mic, one, two, um, and it's what? five in the morning but here I am and it's been a th- three weeks since I've recorded my last podcast I did attempt one a couple times actually to record and it just didn't happen what what has been plaguing me is two things one a couple times I've come up here and I'm like I don't know what to talk about and sometimes I feel like talking about the same subject that I've already just talked about because it's still kind of playing out in my life but then I'm like I don't want to just keep banging on the same dead horse and so I'm I'm kind of wondering where what I'm going to talk about and I don't know um, nothing major came up as far as me uh, messing up with my kids um, I mean of course I messed up but nothing majorly out of out of uh, context to which I haven't already probably talked about <laughs> so I didn't feel like there's any major red flags like oh this is something I need to share and then also it just my son my youngest has been waking up so early and so whenever i wake up well i've also been working waking up not as early as i should be i'm back to waking up at 4:30 when probably i was waking closer to 5 maybe 5:30 so i'll come downstairs and be like okay i'm going to record this podcast and the baby wakes up and my wife is super tired, and she'll be like, can you get the baby? And I feel bad. No, I can't be like, no, I'm going to record my podcast. Like, you know, I like to give her the benefit to sleep in if she can. And so um, I'll get the baby. And then once I have the baby, it's over. Done deal. There ain't no recording of podcast because then I got to get to work. And then I got to get ready. And, and, you know, life happens. And then before you know it. I'm three weeks out. Last week was a crazy week, though. Um, I was on vacation. So why didn't I record a podcast then? Well, we had Harry Potter homeschool week. And it was pretty epic. Um, I had this idea. Um, my wife is a huge Harry Potter fan. The kids like the movies to a certain degree. Um, they don't like it, the later ones, because they're, they're just too serious and scary. But they like, like, you know, the first one, the magical years, the fun years. And so, you know, I like the books. I read them. Um, my wife made me read them when I met her. So, you know, they're good. I like the movies. I, you know, I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan, but I'm a fan. They're good movies. I like it. I mean, great books. So I said, what if we did a Harry Potter homeschool week? Because we homeschool. We've chosen to homeschool pre-COVID, so... Some of you are listening. Um, we've been in this homeschool game. 
That's right. We've been in this homeschool game. That sounds cool. Let me drink my coffee. Ah, that was so hot. I just burned my throat. And um, oh, and so we said, I said, what if we did like a Harry Potter homeschool week? You know, like we've been doing homeschool and, you know, it's not the most fun thing for the kids. Obviously, it's, it's homeschool. Actually, my daughter loves it. My son just hates math. And, but, um, so that's just something special because we can, because we homeschool. <clears throat> and so I was like, you know, we could, we could plan classes out. We can, we can make it fun. And my wife was like, first, you know, she was like, okay, very calm and like nonchalant. And I thought she'd be more excited, but little did I know that I unleashed the floodgates of what was been her dream for years now, because she used to, she loves Harry Potter. She actually has a Harry Potter Pinterest board with all these decorating and party ideas and and she used to work at Borders. We both used to work at Borders. But she used to do the Harry Potter parties um, whenever the new book came out. And so she just, she loves it. And so so we started planning this thing. And, and I was like, okay, what are we, what's the budget? You know, like maybe like $400, $500. Man, we exceeded budget so far. But because my wife is, when she likes to decorate, she doesn't just like, decorate like it's it's all out it's extreme and it's it's kind of frustrating sometimes because you want to keep a little budget or you want to um not go so extreme but um but then but you look at the quality work she does and she does great I mean it, it always it never ceases to amaze me and um and um and um she like we did my son's first birthday it was just Thomas the train and it was just literally my mom my in-laws and they both came out of town and my sister-in-law and her husband that's it just the, you know so super close family and she had to decorate the house so much just just for that but that that's just in her nature and I'm learning to uh Okay, that's that. That's what she's gonna do. Let her do it, because she's gonna do it anyways. So I'm either gonna be fighting her about it, or I can just let her do what she's really good at and uh, support her. So it's a learning lesson for me, as uh, cause I hate decorating. Ugh. Man, there's nothing more that can fuel my fire. It's decorating. <laughs> it just, uh, I love the finished result. But I just don't want to be a part of it. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. But, um, so we did this huge Harry Potter homeschool week. And, I mean, the house was decorated. I planned all the classes. Like, potions class was, like, you know, science experiments and stuff. And we had, like, herbology, like, learning um, about plants and stuff. We had, like, uh, made a fairy garden. We learned about the different herbs and their properties, uh, you know, we had fun classes like wizards dueling with wands and mystical creatures and stuff. We we did a lesson on fear with Boggarts, which if you read the book, you know what they are, or seen the movies. Um, tons of stuff. I mean, every day we had like four or five things. We made little wands that light up, like STEM activities. We did magnetic, uh, magnetic wands that 
didn't really turn out the best, but you know, stuff that like makes like the Wingardium Livios, like it levitate the feather. Uh, we had great hall feast. I mean, this thing was decorated, decked out. We did green screen. So we did like movie magic because we've watched the documentaries on some of the stuff that they do. It was cool. It was fun. And um, it was exhausting. You know, I, I told my wife, like, I just think of uh, The Office when Michael Scott did, uh, when they were all th wondering if they were going to get fired. And so Michael Scott, they did the game, the, the Savannah murder mystery game. And, uh, and Jim was like, they don't need to do this. And he's like, they need this. And then finally Jim got it and they did the game. But at the end of the day, they all went home and Mike was just like, this is the hardest I have ever had to work. <laughs> and playing a game. But, you know, it was to keep morale up. It was to keep people's thoughts off of what was really happening. And um, honestly, that was kind of what this whole thing was. Is like, we've been inside so much. We've been, you know, we, we haven't been able to do much. I mean, we, we go out, but. Um, it's just, you know, it's been a weird year for everyone. I said, let's just do something fun. We're obviously, you know, it was my week of vacation. We're obviously not going to be going anywhere. And if we do, it's probably just to go see our family and friends back where we were. But no, I was like, we're going to do something. And, and so let's do something. And, and then we just, you know, we went crazy. We just bought games and so much stuff, man. But it was cool. I hope the kids enjoyed it. I hope, um, and I was spurred by this one thought, which I talked about on, the, on the, one of the older podcasts, was um, kids don't measure time. They measure moments. And this, the heart of this was to really capture a moment that the kids would remember, that the kids would, um, when they grow up, they'd be like, wow, remember we did that Harry Potter homeschool week? And we did this and that, and and man, you know, I don't think they realize how much, how how much we went out to do, you know, how we went all out to do this for them. Like, I think they they see it, they understand it to a degree, but it won't be until they're older that they'll see and be like, wow, our parents really did a lot for us at this time, which, you know was also somewhat of the frustrating part because it's just for them they're just like more 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 it's like you you don't understand how much more how much how much thought and money went into this and you want more but my my i had to convey my expectations to my wife because she was like i was like she's like well what are you hoping the kid's response is going to be for this because you know i you're probably not going to get it. And the truth was, yeah, like my, my response is I hope that they're just blown away and so grateful and so thankful and just like, oh, this is so amazing. You guys did so much. I'm so thankful for you guys. And yeah, I, we got that to a certain point. But then it was also like, there's still one of the days when they were like, we didn't do anything. It's like, you, you didn't, you didn't do anything. We just did a Harry Potter thing. Like, we just did all these little classes and like honestly i mean every day amounted to about like two to three hours if that of activities planned upon harry potter homeschool but um you know it was also leading up to that every day like hey when are we gonna do this when are we gonna do that and just even the thought was exhausting sometimes like okay we gotta do this like it's gonna gear up and and we you know we wore wizard's robes 
And uh, it's funny, one of my friends pointed out in one of my pictures that was shared, it's like, man, you, you left the church and, and you joined the Church of Satan? <laughs> and just in the picture, it kind of looked funny, but um, I mean, we were wizards, man. We were dressed up. I mean, we went all out. And so, you know, I had a whole thing to talk about, but it just took like 12 minutes to talk about this. Um, so I'm wondering if I should keep going or not. But I think I will. Just because it's the first one, it's going to be a long one. Welcome back. Um, because then if I don't, I'll probably forget about it for the next week and something else may come along. So I'm just going to keep going, keep rolling. Maybe my coffee's a little cooler now. Um, so one of the things that was on my heart to talk about um, was expectations, or not expectations, but comparing. These last few weeks, I've found some freedom that I've put upon my own self. And that was in comparing myself to someone. And and it, it kind of came as a realization to see that my wife was doing the same thing. Um, but so there is, and it's never the, the other person's issue. They're, they're awesome. It's always just comes back to, to me. So I want to clarify just in case, I don't know, but... If anyone happens to hear this, who they may think they know who this person is, and they probably do if, if they know me and know who this person is. Anyways, but there's a person at my at my old church who was just, he was a true man of God. Um, you could just see it in his heart, his service, his, you know, he, he worked on the police force, you know, he had a family who was they're all awesome kids um grew they grew to like responsible young adults you know and um he just had such a good leadership over his family had led by an example like every time his kids would leave he would pray for them you know and it wasn't these things you didn't know that he did because he doesn't even have social media it was just things that you heard he did because he was just that example it's like it's like when it's like almost like a legend, you know, like, oh, yeah, when this person does, you hear he did this and this. And it's like you just hear of his great deeds. He doesn't even talk about them. But it's like I would see him all over uh, Facebook and stuff or Instagram because he was always serving. He was always helping others. And he just had such a great heart and was always, you know, you know, when he talked to you, you just felt like he cared to talk to you, and he was—he had a genuine concern. And um, hold on, I'm gonna stop this really quick because my music's about to cue in. Or actually, I'll just mute it. There we go. Um, just an all-around stand-up guy. And you look at this guy, and um, I remember I heard him speak at the men's group. I was like, man, that sounds like a great dad. This is before I knew him. I was just going to the to the men's group for the first time, and then later I ended up doing ministry with his son, uh, worship, and and find out, I didn't even know those were his kids, but did worship with his kids, uh, I started seeing him around more, and um, serving in different ministries alongside of him, just when I was in the church, and then, and then finally, I got to know him a little bit more, and then my son went to Pioneer Clubs, which was a Sunday school kind of thing for kids, and he was a the teacher there, and my wife would talk about him, and I was like, who's this guy that my wife talks so highly about? And then sure enough, I was like, oh, I know. That's that guy. 
And so he was always so cool, um, so cool with my son at Pioneer Clubs. And eventually I was like, I want to get around this guy. So I joined his men's group within our within the men's group. Um, and I also joined uh, Pioneer Clubs. Not actually, I joined Pioneer Clubs for two reasons, because my wife was doing it and you know, I wanted to do it too with my with my fam, with my son and be a part of that too because uh, it was good. But it was just another reason, like man, I can I can learn from this guy, and so he's become that guy in my head as like the perfect dad, the perfect father, the perfect husband, the, the perfect leader. And I and obviously I know no one is perfect. I, I know he's probably got his own things, but I just got over the time I really got to to know him better to connect with him and just he's an awesome guy but then every time i failed i find found myself picturing him and being like he wouldn't do that or you know how would he respond in this situation and and oh man i messed up and i should be more like him and it was really bringing a lot of shame upon me because i was comparing myself you know and and in some re- and in the real reality too is that um you know we're all different you know we all have strengths we all have weaknesses and he is who he is and he's a great example and he's someone to learn to but at the same time that's not me to where i have to uh bring myself down when i fall short of those expectations of trying to be him uh because i can't you know god makes us all uniquely different for a reason and so I'm different with my kids in certain ways and and he's got his skills and, and it's it's good. We're all supposed to be different. We're all supposed to be unique. And so I had to really stop myself from saying, oh man, he wouldn't do this. And, and building that kind of shame in myself of comparing and because it it's comes down to being just you're putting these expectations on yourself again and you're going to fail and you're going to be upset. And so sometimes, you know, that's just been uh, an issue because it's been putting me in such like shame. And, and that, and when you're walking in that, it's hard to really operate in the truth of God. Hard to, it's hard to operate in, in his and God's love and grace for you because you're constantly just putting yourself down because you're not you're not being exactly like this person and so i guess my 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 word is that you know we got to be careful about that comparison cuz it is the thief of joy um your father you're in your journey um yeah you may not be like other fathers you may not be um you know, there's fathers like I'm not like the father who goes fishing because I'm not I'm not really into fishing, but tons of fathers do that. And if I start comparing myself, like, oh, I don't go fishing with my son, total failure. You know, that's not going to work. But at the same time, like I dress up like a wizard and I throw Harry Potter homeschool week, so there's something different I do with my kids. And so it's finding what your strengths are with your kids and how you're connecting with them. And just, you know, if you see someone doing something, that's great take it and say you know maybe i'd like to try that or implement that into my to my fathering like you know like hey i want to pray for my kids or family when they leave it's a great one you know that's something i need to work in but you know you just use it and you implement it but you don't set a standard that you have to be like them 
you don't set an expectation that, oh man, this person's doing so good and I'm doing so very bad. I was just thinking like Rocky, you know, you are so very good and we are so very bad. Uh, <laughs> Rocky Four, I don't know. But, um, but that's kind of the thing, you know, like that's, that's ultimately what happens is we think, oh, this person's so very good. I am so very bad. This person's doing this so good. I'm doing it so very bad. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, I currently do that in just regular life. And it's good to an extent to push you, to challenge you, but it's not good in, in the extent that it puts you in shame and guilt and and ultimately um, somewhat of a prison to be yourself and to be who you are and who God has created you to be. Because we're all not meant to be the same. And we're all not meant to to father the same way. You know, we're, we have different experiences. We have different things that drive us. And so... We learn, we grow, we adapt, and but we don't, um, we don't copy, if that makes sense. We don't, we don't, or no, okay, not copy, maybe strive. We don't strive to be someone else. We strive to be ourselves and the best version of ourselves. So we take what we can see, we learn, we grow, but we don't strive to be just like this person, like. The old, uh, been watching The Last Dance, but like everyone wanted to be like Mike. You know, we don't strive to be Mike. We strive to have some likenesses of Mike, but you know, we got to be ourselves. We got to be who God created us and we got to lean on our strengths ultimately and who we are because I don't know, some people maybe can change their whole personality and be a chameleon. Um, I have found that that just doesn't work. Ultimately, I like, you know, I yell at my kids. I wish I didn't yell at my kids, and, and that's something I want to work on. But the longest time, I'm like, he never yells at his kids. But then I look at my family, and we are a very loud family. Like, we're all loud. And so it's like, you know, I think, uh, sometimes I think I have to be loud. I have to yell at my kids because that's our family dynamic. Like, my kids are just screaming in general. Like, like all the time, like when we go to the supermarket, we are the loudest family in the supermarket or in the store. And so between my my youngest screaming so loud it pierces your ears and makes you so angry to just my daughter and my son just screaming and talking like <laughs> like they just scream and talk like that's that's what it is. And so, you know, that's my family. And God's created me. Uh to be a part of this family, to lead this family. And so screaming may be something that I have to do from time to time just to keep pace. And uh, and that's okay. That's it. it is what it is. I mean, um, I got to, obviously I'm, I'm working on my anger, you know, anger management, right? But, um, but that's what I got. So uh, feels good to be back. Feels good to, to record again. Um, Hope you guys are still here for the ride. I know there's there's a good, strong, giant handful of people. I say giant handful, because if it was just a handful, it wouldn't be that much, but it's, it's a giant handful of, of people who are continually listening and it's encouraging. Thank you guys. I, I hope you continue to find some value in what I have to share. And um, with that, talk next time. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.